Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome back to the summer reading plan. We're in the book of Romans. Today we're wrapping up chapter 2. We're looking at verses 17 through 29. And today is the perfect day to practice some perspective when reading through these scriptures. We need to take ourselves and we need to go back in time and we need to place ourselves in the time period. I should have looked that up. Whatever date it was when Paul was writing to the Romans, what the culture would have been like. There was a major shift happening in the church. Well, the church was a baby, but there was a major shift happening for God's people. Let me say it that way. Up until this point, you had the Jews, the Jewish people who lived by the law and who were awaiting their Messiah. And then Jesus comes, he flips the script. He's saying like all of these things that are in the law, like I came to fulfill them. You've, you've heard this said, but now I'm telling you this. He changed everything for them. And not only that, but he says, Hey, all of you Jewish people, you know, all of these people who you've shunned, all of these outsiders, um, I came for them too. The Gentiles, the Greeks, the Romans, the people who are persecuting you, the people who are slaves, like everyone, male, female, all of them. I I came for everyone. And we just can't imagine what that would have been like for them because it didn't just change their life. It changed their outlook. It changed hundreds of years of history and everything. Everything was changing for them. And that's why so much of our New Testament writing talks about the Jews and the Gentiles, the Jews and the Gentiles, the Jews and the Gentiles, the law. Do we need the law? What about the law? What about circumcision? Like we just come back to it over and over and over and over again because this would have been a really big deal for them. And it's tempting to step back and say, I don't, you know, like this doesn't apply to me because the law means nothing. But the law, the Ten Commandments, the law written on stone, the law that the Jews followed, the Torah, the teachings of the Torah. Basically, it was their rule book. And for us today, while we may not follow those laws, while we may not follow those rules, we have our own rule books. And if we ever begin to believe, and we all do at times, that the rules, that following the set of rules can save us, in the words of Paul, We've become a law unto ourselves. And that's what this section is addressing. So let's take a look. We're in chapter two, starting with verse, we're starting with verse 17, but we need to go back to a few scriptures that we um, was in yesterday, that were in yesterday's reading. Verse 11, well, verse 10 says, but glory and honor and peace 
for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also the Greek. Verse 11 is the key here. For God shows no partiality. And so Paul is telling the people in Rome, look, it does not matter who you are. God is for you. What he did on the cross, it's for you. The gospel, the message of the gospel is for you. And then he goes on to talk about the law. And this is where the modern church, modern Christians, myself included, where we we're reading this and maybe we start to zone out. But we, we got to know it. So let's just put ourselves in their shoes, right? Verse 17, but if you call yourself a Jew and rely on the law and boast in God and know his will and approve what is excellent. So in other words, if you're doing everything that you think you're supposed to be doing, great. But if you are are so sure that that you're doing well, that you're a guide, um, you're you. He says you're a light to those who are in the darkness, but you teach others, and you don't teach yourself. Or you're preaching against this, but you're you're doing it yourself. You say you shouldn't do this, but you're doing it yourself. You're you're dishonoring God. And verse 24 is probably one of the most convicting scriptures that we've read so far to me. It says, For as it is written, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. So he's saying to the Jews, you're preaching and you're teaching. You're talking the talk, but you're not walking the walk. And you know what that is? That's just a bad example. That's you're sending the wrong message and you've got all these unbelievers, all of these Gentiles and they're saying that ah, it's just all talk. There's no real change. There's nothing real about it. And so they blaspheme the name of God. It was happening then and it happens today. And that's why it's scary. Um, and then verse 25, he says, for circumcision indeed is of value if you obey the law. But if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So we know what circumcision is. In the Old Testament, that's how you knew that was the sign that you were a Jew. It was, that was it. It was like the end all be all. It was very serious. Like you had to be circumcised. And then you have, now Paul is coming in and saying, actually, if, if you, if you're circumcised as like, this is what he's saying. If you're circumcised as a symbol of your salvation, as a symbol of your relation, if you believe that that circumcision saves you, you have to follow the law to a T. And he's saying these people who are not circumcised, they know that circumcision doesn't, isn't what saves them. And so they don't follow the law like that. So it, it's kind of tricky. It's kind of hard maybe to understand this because it's not such a, a part of our culture. And like, here's the thing. Let's just, let's just be for real here. People still circumcise their children, you know? I've got nephews. They're all, they were all circumcised, but it wasn't done as an act of salvation. Maybe as like a health measure, you know, but not as we don't believe that that's what's going to send their soul to heaven, you know, or that if you're not, you're going to go to hell. So it's not as a means of salvation because righteousness, our salvation has never, ever, ever, ever been about what we can see on the outside. It's always a been. It's always been about what's in your heart. And that goes back 
to what we talked about yesterday with God's judgment. One of the things we know about God's judgment is that he judges according to the secrets of men. He judges according to their their heart, their thoughts. And that's in ver- that is in verse 16. On that day when, according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men. Okay? That means he judges us based on our hearts. Because you can't see from the outside. And so it translates to things that we do in the church today. The way you dress, even baptism. Now we believe that the scripture says baptism doth now save us. But only God knows what was in your heart. Because if you're going, de- if you're not repentant, if you haven't, if there hasn't been a change in your heart, when you're baptized, you're going down a dry center and coming up a wet center. Like that's all that has changed. But God judges us by our hearts. Don't, don't misquote me and say that I'm not saying to be baptized because that's not what I'm saying. I think you should be baptized, but I think your heart should be right when you do it. Um, he's saying to the Jews here that it's not, just because you have the law, that's the possession of the law is not what counts. It's the practice of the law that counts. And so same goes for us today. The possession of the word of God, just because you have a Bible doesn't mean anything. If you're not reading it, if you're not studying, if you're not living by it, even if you, just because you read it doesn't mean anything. You've got to live by it because there are lots of people who read the Bible, but they don't live by it. So it's still kind of heavy. <laughs> this book is very, the book of Romans is very serious, but, um, and this isn't the, this, we're not, we're not out of the woods yet, but, um, we're going to get there. So still let's let the word of God convict us. Is there something in our life where we, is there a place in our life where we've talked the talk, but we haven't walked the walk? God in his infinite kindness has given us a chance to repent. So let's let his kindness lead us to repentance today. And let's make sure that other pe- we're living a life that is a light and that other people wouldn't um, speak poorly of our God because of the life that we lead. All right, guys, tomorrow, chapter three, we're going to start chapter three. We're reading verses one through 20 for tomorrow and then come back and we'll talk about it. All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. To wrap this thing up, I want you to repeat after me. Say, I am a Bible reader. I can understand God's word. And I will be changed by what I learn. Hey guys, you're going to change so much more than just your own life. By understanding God's word, you're going to change your family, your community, and this world. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you again soon.